You're listening to the Stop the Mind Screw podcast. I'm your host, Kathy Owen, certified fitness trainer and mindset coach since 2002, transforming lives in magic fashion, teaching Stop the Mind Screw process. And it's Tuesday. You know what that means. It is Trans Surfing on Tuesday. And today we're opening up the book to a point in time that I want you to pay attention to. What I want you to pay attention to is that this book was written in 2012, translated to English in 2016, and today we're talking about an epidemic and people getting sick and what reality transurfing has to say about that. An epidemic. You are probably thinking that an epidemic can have no relevance to lifelines and that people get ill simply because they have become infected by some bacteria. That is correct, but only so far as a person allows themselves to become infected. And by this, I do not mean that they are not wearing protective health masks. That would not have saved them. I cannot prove my point with theoretical argument, just as I cannot prove anything I have said in this book, just as you would not walk around with a mask during a flu epidemic just to test whether the mask works or not. I am sharing what I know to be true, whether it resonates with you or not, only you can know. So let us unravel the stages of disease. The cause of an illness is your voluntary agreement to play the game called epidemic. It all begins with rumors that somewhere an epidemic, the flu for example, is going around. Everyone knows that the flu is transmitted through the respiratory system. And so you, like everyone else, totally accept the possibility that you could come down with something. You immediately run the being off sick scenario through your mind. You imagine having a temperature, lying in bed, coughing and sneezing. From this moment on, you are playing the pendulum's game because your imagination is shaping your thought energy to the same frequency as the destructive pendulum. Your subconscious starts searching for confirmation of the onset of an epidemic and your attention becomes selective. You seem suddenly to be surrounded by people sneezing. They were always there. It is just that you did not notice them before. From time to time, at work and at home, someone will raise the subject of the flu. Your suspicion that an epidemic is on its way is confirmed by more and more evidence. Even if you were not particularly looking for confirmation or the subject does not particularly worry you. Somehow, confirmation is given of its own accord. If from the very beginning of the game, you have attuned yourself to the frequency of the destructive pendulum, your bond with it will become stronger regardless of whether your participation is conscious. If you are not against the idea of getting sick, or if you feel that you are for some reason bound to come down with something because you became an active adherent, On the other hand, you decide that you cannot afford to be ill and keep telling yourself how totally healthy you are. But that does not work. Just thinking about the illness means that you are tuning your energy to its frequency. 
How exactly you think about it, positively or negatively, is of no matter. Your efforts to convince yourself from the very beginning that you will not get ill enforce your acceptance of the likelihood that you will become ill. And because this is the case, no amount of self-indoctrination will keep you healthy. Words spoken aloud are simply warm air, and words spoken to oneself are nothing at all in comparison to the inaudible power of faith. Let me read that again, and I highlighted it in the book. Words spoken aloud are simply warm air, and words spoken to oneself are nothing at all in comparison to the inaudible power of faith. Without faith, you will not protect yourself from the flu, even if you rush to get a flu vaccination. It makes no difference because whatever you do, you will be ill for as long as you need to be. The first symptoms provide you with a choice of whether you're going to come down with something serious or recover very quickly. You might make a weak attempt to, re- to resist, but finally you face the fact that you are going to be ill. With that final adjustment is made, to your energy vibration and you shift to a lifeline where illness is prevalent. The induced shift actually starts from the very moment that you respond to the pendulum's prod. If you generally could not care about the epidemic, you will not be affected. If you are on holiday, have not communicated very much with anyone, have not seen the news, and know nothing about the epidemic, the pendulum will not affect you. It will simply disappear into thin air. Have you ever wondered why doctors are not infected by their patients? Many boldly work without wearing a mask. It is not because they have not they have had the jabs. You cannot have a vaccination for everything. The thing is is that doctors are also actively playing the game of the illness pendulum, but they are playing an entirely different role. By analogy, the next time you fly, notice the stewardess or the flight attendant on the plane. They whiz up and down the cabin like little angels, insistently advising passengers to fasten their seatbelts. And yet, they are so mobile in the cabin, one suspects if they, if anything happened, they would simply hover in the air like hummingbirds. This episode was brought to you by Reality Transurfing and Stop the Minds Group. Be sure to visit the page www.kathyowen.com backslash reality dash transurfing. Link in the show notes below because on that page I have blog posts that I've written about reality transurfing as well as the concepts that we use in Stop the Mind Screw that are transurfing. So we've got to kind of talk about both of them. I hope to see you there. Transurfing is neither a dogma nor does it claim to be the final authority on the truth. No idea should be taken to be absolute truth. We can only take into account patterns and regularities. Truth is always somewhere close by, but where exactly? Nobody can say. All right, so this just blows my mind. I read this in 2017 was the first time I read this book. And I remember reading this and I 
opened it up today just going, okay, where am I going to read from for the, the episode? And I started reading this and I'm like, wow, this is so relatable right now. But at the same time, it's, it's funny how he says, you don't have to take my word for it. Just try it yourself. I love how he says, all truths are not true. You decide what is true. And it, it just resonates with me. I, I never get sick. Knock on wood. But I will say a lot of it has to do with my mindset and how I think about it. And a lot of it has to do with the fact that it's not that the the virus is not real because I know it's real. I know people who have had it, who've been very, very sick with it. And it's also not that the, you know, the vaccination doesn't work or something like that. That is all in your mindset. Where is your faith? That is what I love how he mentions in here. Your faith is invisible. Nobody can see it, but you can feel it. And when you know in your heart that your faith is there, that will unscrew your mind in a heartbeat. Your faith is stronger than anything. Where do you put your faith is the question. Oh my gosh, do you put your faith in science or do you put your faith in infinite intelligence? The choice is yours. And he even says that at the very beginning of this reading. He said, you don't have to believe me. What even blows my mind even more is this was written in 2012, long before anything came up about a virus like this. Like I said, the choice is yours. It is up to you what you decide to believe in and have faith in. And there's no judgment there. This is just between you and you. Again, I, I got to go. I had to hit stop on here and check my recording, but I got lost in my thoughts as well. And what happened was I was talking about... Um, the Vadim Zeeland official Instagram page where he talks a lot about fear and the jab. And I have to admit, I don't think that's him. I, I think that's one of his, his protégés. I mean, if he was going to trust um, Rene Garcia to talk about the, the topic, who knows who else he would trust? Don't get me wrong. Renee knows her stuff. She's a great teacher. But I honestly, really and truly think that she uses these principles in the wrong way, which can be done. It, it officially can be done. He even says it in the book. And I will talk about that at a future date, especially if I just open up the book and it comes to that. Because you can use these principles in a negative way. You can become a destructive pendulum, which I think these people are doing because this is powerful stuff, my friend. This is powerful, powerful stuff. That explains right there how powerful it is that people can do that. However, I have been married to somebody who did that, who used those things in a negative, who used his power 
power in a negative fashion and continues to do so to this day in his 60th year of life. And don't get me wrong, that's his problem, but it did affect everything else. And, you know, um, I, I have to refer back to the book, Can't Hurt Me, um, by David Goggins, because he, he even says in there, you know, life is not fair. It is not fair. However, when you impart tools like this for good, for kindness, and your truth, your truth comes from your inside and your infinite intelligence, not from ego activity, which that is ego activity, using these things for destructive work. That's up to you. That's your choice. That's why we have free will. And it, it is. It's just simply up to you. So in closing today, I want to say this. Reality transurfing is a simple tool that you can use to transform your life in magic fashion. It's up to you. What are you going to do with it? How are you going to use these things? And I can't tell you how many times I open up this book when I'm having a struggle or I'm having an issue and the answer just comes just like that. And it's something that will blow your mind, just like this epidemic little situation. Again, the book was written in 2012, a good eight or nine years before the pandemic even hit. And you know, part of my work as a wellness health fitness person is all about health and wellness. And if you read some of my blog posts, they talk about health and wellness and staying healthy. And that's my episode for today. I hope you liked it. Be sure to share it with somebody who can benefit from this. And until next time, I'll see you next time. Peace out and namaste.